Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. You're listening to The Dark Doorway. I'm your host, Mark Bolden, coming at you from Florida, USA, the gun-shaped state, the home of Mickey Mouse and all things South. Now, I've got a very special episode of The Dark Doorway for you guys today. Uh, back in 2018, I interviewed my cousin Lisa for an episode of The Dark Doorway, and this episode never aired. Now, interesting factoid about myself. I lived in a haunted apartment with my cousin Lisa and we experienced many interesting events that occurred while we were there. So at the time I thought it might be kind of interesting to bring my cousin on the show and have a brief discussion with her and and talk about some of these events that we both experienced. So hopefully you guys find this interview from 2018 enlightening and I will be happy to play that for you right after this brief message. Movies.Rent is a revolutionary online movie watching platform that offers a vast library of films and TV from various genres and eras. Unlike traditional streaming services, Movies.Rent operates on an exclusive, invitation-only basis making membership a highly coveted privilege. Once you get your invitation code and sign on, you can enjoy your favorite shows from various genres and eras. These codes may be acquired through special promotions, events, or shared among existing members. Movies.Rent stands as the ultimate destination for film and TV enthusiasts seeking to simply view movies and TV shows without worrying that they will disappear in a week's time from their favorite streaming platform. Be sure to look out for your invite today. Movies.Rent, your destination for your favorite entertainment. Welcome back to The Dark Doorway. I'm your host, Mark Bolden. And once again, I have my cousin, Lisa, that's going to be talking to us about a haunted apartment that we both lived in. And without further delay, let's get to that interview right now. Okay, so Lisa, we had some uh, experiences happen. We we were actually uh, roommates at one time in uh, Yonkers, New York. And I know prior to uh, my coming to that uh, location, you had some experiences before that uh, of a supernatural type. So why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about who this person was and some of the things that happened before I got there. And then I'll jump in and I'll discuss some of the experiences that uh, I had as well. Okay. Yeah. It was my son's best friend and he passed away and um, no sooner than we came home from the funeral was the first time um, actually my son saw him. I didn't get to see him. Okay. But we came home from the funeral, and I told my son to go in to take his clothes off and, you know, to relax. And I was preparing his son in the kitchen. And he came back out, and he said, Mom, Steve was sitting on the bed. Now, when and he – I don't mean uh, – just to kind of interrupt. Now, when he, when he said that, did he um, give any uh, description besides it was just Stephen? Did he say, for example, that he was see-through, or did he seem – solid as if he was actually in the room do you know any of that or it was just steven no he like as if steven himself was sitting there okay 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 so go on so you know i you know i, I looked at him and i just you know i went into the room i said hold on max so you know i went into the room first and max followed right next to me and i just told him i said see you know i, I didn't see him i said see he's not here 
So, you know, go back down on the couch and, you know, just go relax and I'll fix you your suit. And that was the first incident of my son seeing him. Okay. Um, now, now, there were, now, there were other incidents um, that uh, were subsequent to that before I even arrived there, right? Right, right. Okay. So let's, um, let's hear about some more. Okay. Like, one day, I'm laying across my bed. It was so hot out that day. And... Um, I saw that I saw my son go from one side of my door to the next, like as if to stand by the door, just like jump in my room and say, boo, mom, or something like that. Cause things we used to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, I said, Max, I saw you. And I didn't have, I didn't hear no response. And I said, Maxwell. And still didn't hear no response. Then all of a sudden I heard you know, like feet running into his room because his room was next to mine. Okay. And I heard, because um, he had just cleaned his room, and I heard, like, you know the bins, you know, where he can storage bins? Yeah. So he used to have toys in there. So I heard the top move. I heard the top hit the floor. And then I heard the rustling of the toys. So me, you know, because he just cleaned his room, like, thanks. You know, don't be messing up your room. <laughs> um, you know, you make sure you put everything back, you know. Right. And the, the wrestling stops. So, I, you know, I'm still waiting for him to come to the room. Mm-hmm. And then I heard um, the ice cream truck. So now I hear the ice cream truck. And I'm like, come on, Mac, hurry up, hurry up. Ice cream truck is coming to the boy. <laughs> and I still don't hear him. So okay. the next thing I know... From the other end of the house, which would be like to the right side, I hear him because I had a long hallway and he had to go through the living room. Yeah, yeah. And I heard the front door open and slam. And here comes Max flying down the hallway because I hear him, you know, his feet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mom, the ice cream truck is here. You know, and I'm like, like, I know my face must have changed a different color. Like, and I was just looking at him. And he kept saying, Mom, Mom. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what? But I'm looking at him, like, I, you know, and then I'm, like, You're my still eyes trying to process the entire, the entire, right. yeah, just wrap your head right. around what happened. And so he's like, guys, come on, come on, come on. I said, okay, I get my pocket, so you know, I get my, the change, you know, the money, and he goes and leaves. And I'm still sitting at the edge of my bed, because I'm frozen. Like, I don't know what to do. Should I go in the room and look? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. Next most people would be just, yeah. Most people would be terrified to even go in there and see what made that noise. Could it be? It could have been. Right. Could have been a prowler fall. You know. I know. I just saw him, mm-hmm. like, and I heard him in the room. It's, it's clear as day. This is daytime. This is not nighttime. This Correct. is like maybe like two o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm just like, okay. So then he comes back in, he brings me, you know, my ice cream. He's sitting down. I said, man, sit down, sit down, sit down. So he's like, what? No, I'm going to go outside. I said, no. So he started eating his ice cream. I'm eating my ice cream. I said, Max, let me ask you something. Weren't you just in the house? He was like, no, I came in to get the ice cream money, ice cream truck. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, but you didn't go in your room to get a toy or something. Like, he wasn't trying to hide and scare me. And he was like, no. He was like, well, what's the matter? Like, I know I look flushed. Because he kept asking me over and over again, what's the matter? What's the matter? I said, oh, my God, man. I swear I just saw you 
So now I'm sitting there, like, thinking about it. And when I, like, you know, like, you push replay in your head, that replay button, mm-hmm. to, like, really go back over it? And then I realized it wasn't when I, in my head, I looked back and I said, wait a minute, that wasn't him when I, in my head, I'm looking at the face now. And you and did, it, did now, when you, now, when you, when you um, thought back about what you saw in uh, other experiences in the past, when people run into those type of things and they, you know, sometimes it's a, um, a doppelganger or, you know, a spirit that's pretending to be someone that's familiar to you. In this case, it sounds like probably what you saw, you know, at the time that you didn't process was just the the shape of a boy and you didn't make out any clear features of, of what you saw. Is that correct? Or did you make out clear right. features? When I went played replay in my head, because I saw the shirt, I saw the jean shorts, mm-hmm. and I saw it, but in my head, I'm just thinking it's Max. Yeah. But when I when I really thought about it, and I really, like, looked at it in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Steven. Because now I see what I saw, because the hair wasn't the same as my son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had no hair. It was like a, like a crew cut. Mm-hmm. And I, so me and Max went into the room and I was like, come on. So he is, you know, he's scared. And I'm like, come on, come with me. <laughs> so we're looking and I'm peeking in his room and the top of the, what you call it was off of his bin. Oh, the toy because bin? Yeah, three, yeah, those three blue bins with mm-hmm. the top on And the top was on the floor. Yeah. And that's what we just ran outside. It was, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it, um, the fact that um, what you said that Stephen had on, you said about the about the shorts, that right. that strikes yeah. a chord um, with me based on uh, what my what, what my experience was. So, do you have any, do, is there? Um, so you you saw this, and it turned out mm-hmm. to be an entity. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, uh, yeah. It wasn't Max. Um, you guys left the house, and then uh, you know, did, was there another experience after that that you ran into? Oh, there was a couple more times. Yeah. There was times that I had went and I was making drinks and I had plastic cups lined up in my um, refrigerator door. And the door doesn't, like, I'm the way I'm standing, so this way the door stays open. I'm making the drinks or whatever, where you need to put eggs and stuff. And the door kept, like, pushing towards me. And I thought it was my dog because I had such a big dog. It was like a Rottweiler, but mm-hmm. not a Rottweiler. And I thought he was trying to get past me. I kept saying, Zara, stop. Zara, stop. Because it was, like, shaking the cups. And it wasn't wasn't Zara, obviously. No, because at the third time he did it, I really yelled at him, like, Zara, cut it out. And when I seen the motion on the couch in the living room, because the lights were off, but it's still daytime. And I looked, and he looked up at me. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, okay, okay, I just got the drinks, ran down the hallway, and really run. Like, hurried, walked down the hallway, out the door, jumped the steps, and everybody was like, asking, like, what happened? Are you all right? I'm like, no, no nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Nothing. He was acting up again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so light bulbs, that's when, if you remember correctly, remember I was telling you about the light bulbs. I kept thinking I was buying cheap light bulbs, and what it was, that 
the switch would be off. And I kept thinking that the light bulbs would have blown. I kept changing light bulbs. Okay. The toilet seat kept slamming. Now, now I remember the um, I remember the incident with the toilet seat. So why don't you uh, talk right. a little bit about that one? I was laying down. It was hot out. This and this that was like actually the next summer because for some reason or another it had, it started like that August when he passed and it went on to like October. Now what, next, what what year was this? Um, I'm trying to remember what year you came. How old was Max? I think, I think Max was. I think Max was around. Um, I want to say he was probably around. Well, I'm, I, I want to say he's around seven-ish around that time. Does that no. sound about right? No. No, no. Not at all. Probably, no. Probably way off the age. But. Steven and him were the same age, and I think he was like 11. Oh, yeah. 11. And um, remember, Max was small for his age. Yeah. He was smaller for than regular kids his age. And yeah, Max was about 10 years old. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that sounds that sounds that sounds like it. Uh, yeah. Right and there. so that had to be 2010. Okay. So what about the? Uh, now what about the? Um, now what about the uh, the toilet seat? Oh, I was made. It was that. It was the next summer. Um, that's when a lot of activity was starting with the um, with the um, light bulbs too, and but the the toilet seat that was. You know, I kept thinking my dog, you know, even though we had clean water, this, that, that, and that, and this particular day, I was laying down in the back room. It was so hot outside, so I'm going to wait till the sun goes down. And um, I kept hearing the toilet seat slam. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, again, my poor dog, sorry, 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 Zar, but I kept yelling, Zar, cut it out. And then I heard it again. And then I'm like, Zar, come here. And then I heard it again. So I cut it out. But this time when I went to get up, so now I'm frustrated. I went to get up and put my foot down on the floor, but I actually put it on my dog because he was laying next to me on the floor, though. Wow. So he, he wasn't, he wasn't even. At me. Like, he was in the room with you the entire time. Yelled at me. Uh, yes, absolutely. Wow. And yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, that's that moment of uh, realization. And uh, yeah. So um, I know that um, some of the experiences. I know we talked in the past about some of the experiences that even I had there. Um, it, you know, I remember. Uh, I recall one time, alarm going off morning, and uh, doing what I normally do. I might hit sleep sleep a few times, and I felt someone as if there were hands on the bed pushing down on it um sharply sharply like you know wake up like your alarm's going off get up like that type of thing and um and it happened a couple of times and i remember you know thinking like you know maybe it was our something like that um, yeah exactly our guy he got blamed <laughs> for everything your mind trying to rationalize things so um i remember that happened a couple of times and i remember Opening my eyes, and you know how things aren't clearly in focus when you first open your eyes when you first wake mm-hmm. up. And I remember as it was coming into focus, I remember a little boy in the blue or whatever jean shorts standing at the foot of my bed. And 
in an instant, just a blur shot into the closet and he was gone. And mm-hmm. the very first thing that I did when that when that happened was I had the, uh, you know, did I just see what I thought I saw moment? And, uh, you know, that was one of, of uh, several instances. We had um, the uh, one of the cases where I was actually in the in the kitchen area and I was talking to Max. And we're just having a normal conversation, doing what we do, just cracking jokes and having a good time. And as we're standing there talking, the light switch flipped upwards. And it went click. And we both just stopped talking. And he looked at me, and I look at him, and we like looked at the light switch and looked at each other. And I remember him saying, did you just see that? And I was like, okay, I saw that. So... You know, and then there's been other instances too. I mean, I can't even count the number of orb photos that we took in that location, and it yeah, bothers me. Amazing. Yeah, it bothers me because I remember um, I had a lot of that stuff on my old computer, and it's just gone now. And there were we had so many orb photos. I mean, it, it was insane yeah. how many orbs we. And I remember, I think the most impressive one is the one that I, I'm really upset I can't get back, and I have this that that hokey tattoo on my chest that I never really liked. Um, yeah. and, I, and I remember I took my camera, took a picture of the tattoo on my chest. I wanted to be able to get a better look at it. And I was, you know, had the whole, I'm going to get the whole thing redone at some point. Um, and I remember when I looked at the photo, what turned up on the photo was amazing. I don't know if you remember this. There was in the photo, it looked like, you know, those, uh, white, um, discs, those cotton pads that you use right. to take out makeup. There was oh. a thick one and it was laying right against my chest. It actually had, had depth. And it was creating a shadow, and it was laying. It was like it was just sitting on my chest. And I that. yeah, and I and, to the, and I remember I submitted that photo, I think, to Shadowlands.net, which was like a a blog where people could post photos of um, mm-hmm. ghosts and stuff they captured. And that was the only place it existed. And to this day, I um I haven't been able to find that photo. And I was I even reached out to them, I think, a, a few years ago, um, because I was hoping that maybe they kept all those photos in the archive somewhere and I might be able to get my hands on it, but that was it. But that, that was an impressive photo. And, um, you know, like I said, just the many or well, a lot of them were though, cause you started going back on all the photos. You remember that one where you had the sweater on and you was just staying up all night. You set up all the cameras Yeah. and you, and you had, and you would see the movement because you oh, yeah. come in like sequence. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and yeah, I was, uh, conducting my own, uh, my own, amateur ghost mm-hmm. investigations at the time. I remember I even did things like um, spread baby powder, you know, things like that, um, trying, yeah. but didn't catch anything with the baby powder. But I do remember instances where uh, Zar would, you know, because the, the room was off, was near, that was off of the kitchen. And I remember instances where Zar would go to walk past the room and he would actually go to the opposite side of the kitchen and walk along the wall till he got past mm-hmm. the door and then going, it's like he didn't want anything to do with that room sometimes. Exactly. And I and I always thought that was weird. So, um, just going, keeping on with the the, the paranormal theme, um, I know that you had something that happened um, back when you back when you were um, back when you were married, or when you got married a long time ago, many years ago. I know that something happened. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Oh um, well, the day I got married, it was, it was very simple. Um, so. It was about, let me see, the rest of the day, because we went to the judge. So the way I remember this is because the pizza parlor closes at 12. And I'm 
really wanted to get there, because I really wanted a slice of pizza. So me and my husband, <clears throat> when this is in Poughkeepsie, mm-hmm. and we drove to TJ's Pizza up Main Street, and as we're pulling in, and he had, like, a big car, like a LTD, always, like, one of those big old cars. It was mm-hmm. weird. Anyway. Kind of so comes with an anchor. Pulling in, basically. <laughs> so, and the way the parking lot is, it's kind of like a rectangle. So it's like you got to go in, and you have to, like, cut to the right quick because there's really not that much space. And it's, like, one of those really, really high gates. So we parked away, but as we, no, bring back up. As we're coming in, there's this guy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking he's on crack because he's standing there screaming at the front. Now, mind you, we still have TV, so, and it's a little like pick up to it late because, you know, we're across a the sidewalk going into this parking lot. Yeah. So it's a little rifted. So he's like screaming. Oh my God! Look, this was January second, nineteen eighty-five, the day I got married. Okay. And he was screaming, "Oh my God! Please look, I'm not crazy." He kept going on and on, just screaming to the point where he had to put his hands on top of the car, and you know, and finally he backed up, like because you know my husband got mad. He backed up. He said, I just need you to look. I'm not crazy. I'm not that. He said, so we pulled in, getting out the car. He's still screaming and carrying on. I remember looking over to my left, and there's a little house there, like, right beyond the gate. Because it's one of those, like, that gate had to have been, like, 10 feet high. But, you know, the um the metal gates. Mm-hmm. So, and it was a lady who stayed up there with one of those, like, moomoos on, those duster robes or whatever, and she's screaming, you know, get your behind in here, blah, 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 and they're going back and forth, and he just keeps focusing on us, though, to look. And finally, because the way my husband's getting out the car, like, so his back is towards him. Me, I'm getting out the car, and I'm facing him, but I'm on the side of the car, on the passenger side. Mm-hmm. So, when I do look, Lo and behold, clear as day, and when I tell you it was so nice that day, it was like I had a sweater on and a camera, like you didn't need a coat. The windows were open. It was beautiful. Clear sky all day, gorgeous night. There was a UFO sitting right there. Now, when you I, say when you say UFO, I, what what could you describe? What What do you remember? About that night, did it make sound? Was it round? Was it triangular? There was what can you no tell me? sound. No, it was round. You, I can literally see. It was so close to us and so low to the floor, to not to not to the floor, but above the house. Because the way the way it's set up, um, beyond that gate, like I said, it's like kind of like a triangle. It's not a, a re, you know, I mean, a rectangle um, parking lot. Mm-hmm. So beyond that gate. And of that end of the gate, there are houses. There's another street there. So it's like literally that corner, and there's houses. So it looked like it was like literally sitting above a house. It, when I look like to this day, and I tell this story every day, all day to whoever can list, listen for the past, what, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell them, when I look at a six-foot, uh, I mean, a six-story building. 
That's how close it was. Wow. That's how close it was. Like, I could see the top, the the middle, the side. It was sitting, just sitting there. The lights on the bottom, they were going around. The lights on the outside were going around, even on the top. And it was just sitting there to the point where when I, I had told my husband to turn around and look, and she looked. And it was, it was just sitting there. What was his reaction when he, when he saw that? He was, I wasn't watching him. I didn't want to take my eyes off of it okay. because I was trying to burn it into my memory. But what I do remember is that I stopped and I thought about this. Let me go get some more witnesses. I ran into the pizza parlor. <laughs> I ran into the pizza parlor. You guys got to see this. Da, 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 da. And people started, I said, calm, calm down. You got to see this. And the, some of the people that were in it, because it's a very small one. So maybe there was like maybe five other people came out. Now, the two, that place is like family-owned. So the okay. brothers that work there, where the car was parked at, there's a door there. They came out that door. Mm-hmm. And when they came beyond the door and looked, and I'm pointing to now, we all came out, and everybody saw it. Then it, it like, moved um, right, like, just it shifted just a little bit mm-hmm. to the right. And some girl that was standing next to me, like, I think that kind of, like, broke my tra- concentration again. Yeah. Because I just don't, didn't ever want to forget this as long as I lived. And she screamed, and and she panicked everybody else, and they ran, except for, you know, and the guys is still, the, the, I remember looking at the white guy, I remember looking at the other white lady that was right there, the one that was in the moo and then my husband ran to the car, he, he's yelling and cursing, get in the car, Lisa, get in the car. And I'm still, I'm walking towards the car, but I'm not breaking my look, like staring at this thing. And I, like I said, the windows were because it was, you know, it was so cool. And he got in the car, he started up the car, and I was by the passenger window with my hands on the window. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, he's like grabbing my hands, like trying to pull me in the car. My head is getting, my neck is getting stuck, and I'm like trying to pull back. Finally, I, I get him to release me because now he's panicked. I get in the car, he backs up, hits the gate starts taking off, and we start heading down the city. But I had jumped to the back seat. He's all still, you know, now you're trying to see your UFO. I'm like, oh, my God, did you see that? That was beautiful, blah, blah. And he was just so, he's like, don't you ever tell nobody. One, he was in the Marines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like a little war hero. Don't you ever tell nobody. As long as you live, they're going to think you're crazy. People already think I'm crazy. I don't care. You know, (laughs) and I told the story, and I didn't care. Now, now, when um, when you guys were leaving, did did you see the craft actually exit the area, or did you guys leave no. before it exited the area? We left before it exited the area. Like I said, it moved to the right, maybe like a foot, mm-hmm. and it still was sitting there. It just there was no sound. There was there was nothing. It was just it was so pretty. Like I can't under, I can't. Like, it just looks so perfect. I don't know. I can't, you know. Now, um, the obvious questions, did it appear, um, did it appear metallic? Did it have a sheen to it? What did yes. it, so did it, what? That's what I'm saying. It was pretty. It was, like, so shiny. It was metallic, like a, like a dark, dark gray silver. Like a, like a gunmetal type. Like right. Like gunmetal type, and then, yeah. And then with the lights, they were, 
they they were from red to white to blue on the bottom, the bottom circle, mm-hmm. and then on the outside, they they lit some light. It would be all white, and then it it would change to a different color, and then it would change to another. And the top ones were, were kind of matching the bottom ones. Now, how about um? That, how about how about uh, like windows? Could you see any windows in it, or was it just completely no just no completely window. seamless, just uh, with except no. for the lights? No, seamless. Okay. It, was, it was just, yeah. Okay. So, the, 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 this is, stories like this are pretty amazing. And one of the things that um, that's why this really uh, makes sense is because the Hudson Valley area is actually notorious for uh, UFO activity. So, when you start going down the Hudson River Valley and you start heading toward, um, you know, from New York all the way to upstate, you, um, there's been a lot of uh, uh, UFO sightings. A lot of famous sightings have occurred there as well. It's like uh, out here in Florida, you have uh, the, the very famous Gulf Breeze sightings in Phoenix. You have the the Phoenix Lights in Texas. You have the the Lubbock Lights from uh, from Lubbock, Texas. So you are actually in that area is actually a UFO hotspot. So the the fact that you you were actually witness firsthand witness to something that a lot of people may only read about or may only have secondhand accounts, that right there is is pretty amazing in, in and of itself. And that's a story that you should always, like you said, that's something that you let let stay burned into your memory. And that's something that, that that's, it's an amazing story that you have, that, that you can actually share to uh, to people for years to come. So you actually had some, um, some very interesting paranormal encounters. So everything from uh, the spirit side of the paranormal world to the, uh, extra aerial phenomenon uh, side of the world, U- uh, UATs, and, and yeah, so that that's actually I a good story. That nobody can ever ever tell me. I know what I saw. You don't know saying so when people, you know, you could always tell when people are, haven't seen something or they're just going on by somebody else's information mm-hmm. or what have you. Like I always tell people, you can believe me or you don't have to. I don't care. I know what I saw, and nobody has to ever ever take that away from me. Wow. I wish. The only thing I ever wished is that I could, I knew that guy. Yeah. Because he's the one that made me a witness. Yeah. I would, you know what? Sometimes I've actually tried to look up in Hudson Valley, especially Poughkeepsie, mm-hmm. um, to see if anybody, you know, I go into MUFON, and I'll be trying to see if anybody had reported it from 1985. Yeah. And you, you know what I'm saying? I would love to know who that guy was. Well, one of the yeah, things that you was. one of the things that you mentioned too is just your um your your ex husband's reaction um that that's that was typical of typical of that um of that period you know it, there was a stigma right. attached to it and you know luckily times have changed I mean you have uh you know that we're we're in an area or in, in an era of um you know um where people feel that we're near disclosure like uh, there were stories in the New York Times. Um, about government admission of um, oh. researching UFOs and so forth. So, yes. Pe- yeah, so, so people feel that now that we're getting closer and closer to a time of disclosure, that you know, it's it's not something to um, to be scoffed at like it like it was. You know, pilots are coming forward now more more often than never or than before. And where people aren't as crazy as they yeah, yeah, exactly. Because their their careers their careers were in danger. You know, if you're a pilot, right. you're a commercial airline pilot, you're a military pilot, and you go back and say, "Hey, I saw some aerial phenomena," 
then at that point right. they they're ordering psyche valves and they they want to go back and say think you know assume that there's something wrong with this pilot whereas the reality is pilots military personnel commercial airline pilots these are guys that are guys these are guys and women that are that are trained to recognize other objects in the air so the likelihood that they're seeing the planet venus or they're seeing um light being reflected off of uh off of uh, atmospheric uh can I forget what the atmospheric conditions call we have atmospheric density and it's re- reflecting light the same way that if you're looking in a desert and the, it seems to warp as though you're looking at water and it's it's because of the uh, atmospheric density changing the heat well yeah these these things are gone these are people that are that can recognize the difference and if a pilot says that a cigar shaped craft or a triangular shaped craft was pacing the airplane and then shot off at some uh, realistically, unrealistically fast speed, you know, to go back and attribute that to a reflection of the planet Venus, or they saw Jupiter, or their eyes were playing tricks on them, especially if they had a co-pilot oh, and yeah. navigator. Yeah, it's just, it, it, these type of things are just, they're getting, people are at the point now where they're, they're, they're not swallowing these, um, these cookie cutter uh, type of uh, explanations for, for real phenomena. So, um, yeah, so I want to thank you. I want to thank you for sharing your story with us. Lisa, and and it was a pleasure having you on. And maybe at some point you'll have some more stories for us because I'm quite sure this probably won't be the last time that you uh, see something. So <laughs> yeah. So I want to thank you I, once I, again. I always keep my eyes to the sky. Trust me. <laughs> that was my cousin Lisa reminiscing about a time when we lived in a haunted apartment back in Yonkers. Hopefully, you found that account very entertaining it was for me it was a flashback it took me back to an interesting time in my life i was younger and i experienced some things early on in uh, in my journey into the paranormal and it was funny because i remember putting out baby powder and trying to conduct my own little mini investigations and catching orbs on on film or on camera (laughs) film on my digital camera and then also uh caught some other interesting shots but unfortunately those those photos are no longer with me and they're lost to time I wish I still had them, but I don't. But either way, I'm quite sure there will be many other opportunities to catch some interesting paranormal phenomena in my future. And as I do, I will share these things for you with you. So also, this is a great time to, to ask you. I know that you all have some stories. I know that you've probably experienced some paranormal events, and I'd love to hear about them. So you can always email me at darkdoorway at phase5media.com. That's darkdoorway at phase5media. Or you can go to darkdoorway.com and you will see a tab that says leave a message. And I'm more than happy to hear your story. And hopefully you have some, uh, some really good tales that you can share with our listeners. Either way, it's been a wonderful night. Thank you for sharing your time with us once again here at the Dark Doorway. And I hope you guys have a happy Wednesday and a happy remainder of the day and a happy remainder of the week. Take care and stay safe. (laughs) 